so it's kind of, I guess, slightly unusual for Code Open because it's not too humorous. But I know this is going to be the episode after the last one. But I wanted to do kind of, um, it's kind of important for me to do this one. But we tried to do this with, with Mark, but I can see he was totally not into it. But I wanted to kind of elaborate on the whole um, me getting um, rejected. But I can see... All right, when when I record with Mark, he's he's tired a lot of the time, right? Yeah, he wakes up at five every day, yeah, he, whether he needs to or not. And we record like at one, so mm-hmm. you know he, he's been up all morning. Well, so what I gauge his level of interest, I have to I have to watch it, right? Because I don't need him to to nod off in the middle of our of our, <laughs> our recording. If he does, you just hear this loud thud. Just let him lie; it'll be fine. Well, I have to like reset the <laughs> microphone though, because he'll like nod right into the microphone and knock it off, but. So I started I started noticing not off like right away we started talking about it but I didn't get into the whole thing of it about like why it sucked that I got rejected a lot of time and why the thing that bugged me was that basically I just saw that I could tell that it was real funny because you know you guys are sitting right next to each other but I could see where you had that empathetic look where you were like oh because you know we've talked we talk about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and and of course you're willing to listen to me all the time about that stuff yeah. but Mark was just kind of like oh, okay so what else and it's like. I could tell he was like. Well, it wasn't that you know he's trying to be mean or anything. He's just you know he he nods off. (laughs) Or well, for me it was just kind of like okay, like he had zero interest. It's not like he wasn't willing to talk about it, but he just really had zero input about it. Just like okay, all he would to me, all he would have just done is just nod along, and that's not what I was looking for. (laughs) Because nodding along would have eventually like led to nodding off, (laughs) and that's not what I was looking for. Yeah, he's like, okay, nod, okay. Nod, because Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, he had, like, zero interest, and, in, like, he wasn't going to give me, like, advice. And I sure as hell didn't want any, like, uh, like oh, poor poor child. That's not what I'm looking for at all. You're not a poor babies person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see, like, all right, like, then cut that out or something. But so anyway, so I kind of wanted to elaborate more on that. Like, for one thing, the thing that I was thinking about past that day Okay, so the main thing, I had family over, right? And so the thing that was annoying me that I was almost changing my attitude. Like, I was kind of getting more pissy about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what was bugging me. Like, for one, I didn't take it on my nephews. And so I was doing, uh, I thought I was doing a pretty good job at, like, sort of um, focusing my attention towards them. But at the same time, it's sort of, so that Saturday, it was like a few days after, you know, she stopped talking, I guess. But... They threw a little graduation party for, like, my three nephews. Mm -hmm. And they had a little bounce house in the back. And the thing that was bugging me that you could hear them, like, I could hear, you could hear the joy outside. (laughs) And and I'm sitting inside like a miserable little piss ant. I was holding my little nephew, so I was cool that he was asleep, like, through through the most, most of the shindig. And so, but the whole time it kept, like, I could hear this stuff going outside. And, like, I wanted to be so far removed from it. Mm -hmm. And... And, and then my sister, uh, the mother of my nephew that I'm holding, comes in and, like, I don't know, every 20 minutes, it's like, hey, are you okay? Like, do you want to leave? And, of course, I did. But at the same time, she's having fun. So it's like, well, I'm just sitting here. So I'm like, no, I'm good. And, like, the minute I say it, my brain is, like, yelling, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Just there's your out, right? And mm-hmm. so I could leave and whatever. And I'm just like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, oh. And I did this for, like, an hour and a half or two hours. <laughs> but you cared enough to not run it for the rest of your family. Yeah, but it was just like it sucks so hard, man. I know. And, and sobriety and stuff like that. But so part of that too. Lately, in the last couple of weeks, um, this is really more more personal stuff. But for the last I don't know year and a half or something, I've gotten back to to um, using marijuana. You know, the Mary mm-hmm. Jane. 
I've I've used on and off for many years. It, I, I definitely have it on the control. It's not one of those like um, where it's um, an addiction type thing. I have a very addictive personality. I'm very good at consuming in very large quantities, whether it's alcohol or what have you. But I, I stop like on a dime just because... You can always walk away. It, it just becomes boring. Like there's a point where I, it's routine and it's just... It's not where I need it. It just becomes like habit forming. You know? That's what the hardest thing for a lot of people trying to break a habit. Uh, an addiction is it's just the habit it's like you know Wake when, up. My, when my brother or when i was quitting smoking it's just that i knew after a meal i went and had a cigarette yeah, when i go. woke up i had a cigarette you know before bed i had a cigarette it's just you know yeah it became routine you and can't go to breaking sleep breaking the routine is the hard part so yeah like you wouldn't be able to go to sleep until you have exactly. a cigarette yeah exactly so but yeah well i started so kind of kind of well, it started from my doctor, and I don't know if you remember, I think I talked about it on the show, the, the doctor that, like, broke up with me. <laughs> <laughs> or you broke up with him, right? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. I broke yeah. up with him, but he wrote me a broke up, break up letter. <laughs> break, yeah. break up letter. I, that was, I still say that when it cracks me. I saw it the other day, I was going through my, trying to, uh, you know, clear up space on my phone, so I deleted a bunch of pictures, and that one was on there that made me laugh mm-hmm. again. I almost deleted it, but I'm like, no, nah, I gotta say that one. He lies awake at night listening to, you know, every rose has a thorn, saying, I wonder if he'll come back to me. He, he probably has a, like a, a patient picture of me or something. That'd be weird. The dude. one that got away. <laughs> the patient that got away. Anyway, go on. Uh, I keep now. I just imagine him with like a shrine in his closet of me and like his wife. Like, honey, are you coming to bed? Oh, See one more. All by myself. <laughs> just like sitting there weeping over my little patient picture. Oh, jeez. At, at least somebody like lust for me. <laughs> Even if it's just the insurance money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just insurance money. Yeah, like that'd be funny how like behind him is like a picture of me, and so like he's holding like a piece of paper, and then when it cuts to like behind his head, it's just like the insurance, you know, the deductible. That's what he's crying over. Uh, so, so I started. So him, I had a um, endoscopy like two years ago or something, and I remember he told me like you know stop vaping. I was vaping at that time, um, weed. And so he told me stop vaping. I think I did stop after a while. Just my throat was bothering me for a bit, and so maybe a year I wasn't doing this. But then I went back and I was doing edibles because I thought like, well, this doctor's a, ha- uh, a hack. And <laughs> then I broke up with him, and then I started vaping, and you know, got feeling all right, whatever. But recently I started doing um, just back to regular like weed, like regular flour. But now I'm doing it to a point where like. So you're not doing the vaping weed. I'm doing, like, everything, well, mm-hmm. except edibles, but I'm sort of, like, compounding it. Well, it's getting to a point where it's almost like nothing's really effective anymore, and it's kind of annoying now. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a point where, like, then the, it's almost in my head I go, like, well, then what I do? Because it's almost like the only time when I'm not high, like, I feel miserable, man. It's, it's a pain in the ass, and it really sucks during the week because I got to work, you know. So work, mm-hmm. work... In general, I mean, you remember the workforce. Work in general sucks, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm not high, it's like, when I'm not high, it sucks. When I'm working, it sucks. So now it's like a double suckiness. So it's like, well, what do I do? You know, I got to wait till I'm off work to, to get high. It's just, it's it sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my little pissy story. And But, so I was thinking anyway, as far as like the dating thing goes, I've joked about it for a little bit now, over a year, year and a half now, but I actually thought, like, maybe now, it, and I've been reading a lot of stuff, and it's kind of, you know, bubbling in, into the, the political sphere now, maybe I should go go for any now, transsexual. <laughs> I think that's a that's a rude word. I'm sorry about that. Hop the fence. 
Was it hopping the fence or like sitting on the fence? But I think it's just going for a transsexual now. But here's the problem though. I am only attracted to women. So if I do become transsexual, I w- would I be a lesbian? Well, it's funny because um, a lot of transvestites, like Eddie Izzard, um, had a bit on this. He said a lot of trans- well, say, transvestites, he's not transvestites, right? Trans- transvestites, the one that's got, you know, just one part but dresses like the other. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Repeat that, the first part. He's only got one part. You know, he, he doesn't have both. Wait, wait. They're called what? Parts. No, no. Or the transvest what? Transvestite. Oh, Transvestite no, is when you dress like the opposite sex. So no S? Transvestite? Oh, well. Transvestite. Transsexual oh, okay. is the people that have both parts. Like they're mid-transformation? No, they were just born with both. No, that's a, um, what's that phrase? Uh, oh my God, that's, um, it's a different, um, oh my God, it's like a a Greek word. When they have both parts, it's, uh, oh my God, I can't. Hermaphrodite? Yeah, there you go, yeah. I think both work. Okay. I'll have to look that up. If I'm wrong, I'll We're not. We're not from that that school of thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a liberal, so I don't know all the ins and outs of all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, back to what I was saying. Transvestites, you know, one that's, you know, born one gender. Yeah. But dressed like the opposite gender. And Eddie Izzard did a bit on this. He said, transvestites fancy the opposite sex most of the time. It's just they like dressing like them, too. <laughs> so, like, um, a guy who likes women but likes to dress like women. Right. That is a transvestite. That's a transvestite. Okay, a transsexual would be a guy who becomes a woman, right? Um, either was becomes a woman or was born with both parts. See that's see that's where I get confused. And there's um oh what's the word I'm looking for? There's bisexual. That's the people that can go either way. Yeah, like physically they stay whatever they're born as. They just like both sexes. Yeah, yeah, they're you know. As far as their reproductive organs, those are what they are. But they'll yeah. they'll date, you know, both males and females. So that's what I'm saying. Me, born a dude, but I'm attracted strictly to women. But for some reason, this is where, like, it's not part of the equation, but it's part of the background noise. But women, for some reason, don't seem attracted to me. But so I'm thinking, if I go and have a sex change and become a woman, but I'm only going to hit on women or I'm only going to allow... Women that hit on me, you know, thinking I'm a woman, but I'm like, hey, by the way, I used to be a man. And they're like, well, I'm cool with it. <laughs> and then once we're in accord, we can engage in, you know, frivolous activities or whatever. Remember that old uh, Bloodhound Gang song, I wish I were queer so I can get chicks? <laughs> no, but I got to look that up. Right? It's a Bloodhound Gang song. That, um... I only I only know the one, uh, what's that, Discovery Channel? I forget that song. Oh, The Bad Touch. The Bad Touch. Yeah. Yeah. But now this came out on an, the album before that. The one that really kind of made them put them into the public eye. The one with uh, Firewater Burn on it. I only thought Hooray for Boobies was the one. That no, there's there's one before that called One Fear Spear Custer. Anyway, there's a song on there called I Wish I Were Queer So I Can Get Chicks. And he talks about how straight girls love gay guys because they're like, you know, one of the girls. But they like them as like just to to have them around. Like a, like a friend. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's talking about, you know, pretending to be gay to get chicks. And then, you know, once, you know, they're, they're, they're around. They're bosom buddies. Yeah. We'll try and get in their panties. 
Well, that's okay. <laughs> you know what? That's I'm glad you brought that up because that was kind of my follow up question. Because I put, is that deceitful? Because yes. <laughs> no, well, I mean that's deceitful. But now back tie it back into my question: Is that deceitful on my part if I have a sex change, but it's not because I'm using it to get chicks? I'm having a sex change because maybe I don't know. It's maybe like I feel like maybe I have a better resolve as a woman. I don't know. <laughs> See, that's weird because I'm not saying, like, I want to become well, a Well, I mean, if you if you hide it, not make it known, then it's not deceitful. Don't go all Lola on people. What does that mean? You never heard the song Lola? Lola, Lola, Lola. Yeah. Well, what does she do? What, I, I don't well, it's about that. a guy who picks up this woman in a nightclub and falls yeah. in love with her and turns out she's a man. Well, okay. So, that's see, this. I guess this is out of our element, but what would be the protocol if... Okay, now, now let's. I have no idea. You see, yeah, that's why it's not our element. Let's do <laughs> let's no do a idea. quick fantasy scenario. Let's let's say this is uh, I don't know a year down the line. I don't know how long it takes. By the way, maybe I go to um, Thailand and, and it, it goes a lot quicker. This is all based off hearsay. But let's say I, in the next year, right? I have a sex change and I became oh I I should be elaborating a lot more. But this my train of thought is because of all the silliness, but. Having done that little filter swab, and I look, oh, I look, Tanya. well, yeah, I look, I look great as a woman, like with long. Not only do I have long blonde hair and like the eyeshadow, and my cheekbones are popping. And your chest hair. Yeah. Oh well, you know that's all like just like a cherry on top. I haven't figured if that's gonna be like um, if I will keep the chest hair. I think it looks great. I'd keep the chest hair, you know, and, and even like you know like Homer, I'd go down a B cup or something, but. So the point being, like, all right, let's say a year from now, I have a sex chain, and I'm out, like, I don't know, I'm shopping at the mall. I'm not going to wear heels, by the way. Like, I, you know, women. <laughs> uh, what, even if it, Crocs started making heels? You know what? Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to look up. I remember, like, two years ago, there was a picture of these purple Crocs that had, like, like these heels on them. <laughs> I don't remember if they were real or not. I, I remember I took the picture and I sent it some. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. But they're semi-heels. Or what are they called? Like, short heels? I don't know. I'm very bad with fashion. I wear Crocs. Pumps. I, I wear Crocs. Oh, this is the first time I think I've made it on the, on the show. I wear Crocs, so I don't know nothing about fashion. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so a year so, from now, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm not wearing. I'm wearing flats because I'm, I'm a sensible. I'm a sensible woman. <laughs> I'm walking down the mall, and and uh, well, some guy hits on me, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not interested, bruh. Like that too, probably. But a girl is like. Like, hey, I'm, I don't know why, I'm, but I'm attracted to this to this pretty looking lady, and I'm like, well, I'm Tanya, and we start going. Do, well, I don't know the protocol either now, because now, one, I'm not accustomed to to anybody hitting on me, but so I'm, you know, I'm like, all right, fine, we'll exchange pleasantries, and now it starts getting too romantic. Now, at first, I don't intend it to be romantic, because again, I'm not accustomed to that, right? But now we start hanging out, and now it becomes, you know, one of us leans in for a kiss. Now, so somehow it gets revealed, like, hey, I used to be a man. But should she, should, 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 should she, should she, yeah, should, <laughs> should she shush me? Um, should she get upset that, like, does she feel deceived? But it was like, hey, I didn't think you were going to come on to me because I'm not used to that. But Tawny was a man. I mean, well, I my mean, broad shoulders. Have, if, do, you, do you still have the man part or did you get that take lopped off? No, it's lopped off because, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a chick now. I'm Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm keeping it there, but it wasn't it wasn't benefiting me for the first 37 years. It ain't going to do nothing for the next 37 years. That's my model, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm not going to keep it in a little case like 
Van Gogh, you know. I'm not going to do that either. Mm-hmm. Wait after, wait till after, you know. A year? For, or the first sexual encounter to let her know. <laughs> if she, or, okay, do the first Before. sexual encounter. If she doesn't realize it. By then? By then. It's her fault. It's fine. It's her fault. If she doesn't notice that big scar up here. <laughs> See, now you now we're getting too, like, specific because now we're talking, like, lights on or off. Now it's like, you know, it, it's getting too specific. First, now we're getting, we're dialing it way too in. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Because my main, I guess, question is, like, I was born, I have two left feet, but one right testicle. So what is up with that? Uh, and when... But I have photographic evidence to bring you up to speed, Beth, so I'll let you I'm know. Good. And on that note, let's start the show. Oh, this is Tony Shava, your jive as alien with Beth the Supreme Debauchinus. Here to talk about not my two left feet and some other thing I forgot about, but we're gonna kind of uh, kind of mop up our, our Simpsons mess because we came in on like a, a drunken baby on a wrecking ball and we we made a mess. Yeah, because after the first episode, we realized there's some really important characters we totally forgot about. And even like right right now, it just popped in my head too, like some kind of huge moments. Maybe also because I saw it the other day on the episode where she popped in, but. Uh, Huge moments or um, characters like Maude Flanders, you know? Mm, mm -hmm, Because I don't remember other shows, maybe just because I guess, you know, that's one of my my childhood shows, but to kill off a character like that is kind of Mm -hmm. significant, you know? I mean, she wasn't necessarily like a major character, but she popped in once in a while. And now as an adult, when I've seen the episodes, like when Homer's uh, scheming on her, that only... Oh, yeah, when he's... Ogleiner. The ones on the bottom and stuff yeah. like that. Or he's all, you know, once, I can't remember what episode where he's like, oh yeah, that mod's got, you know, something. Like, he's really, he's just scheming on her. It always kind of like, mm-hmm. as an adult, it kind of disturbed me because like, she's right next door and, you know, she's like the very uh, pious type of, mm-hmm. I, it just, it bugs me a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, usually, um, shows like The Simpsons, which makes them so endearing, and they even... You know, did a little bit of self-awareness, touched on this in one of the episodes, that after each episode, everything is exactly the way it was before. The status quo, yeah. But yeah, to actually kill off a character like that, usually in showbiz, when they do that, it means there was a contract conflict between the voice actor and, you know, the company. But uh, everyone on The Simpsons does, like, multiple voices. So I don't know if the lady who did the voice of Maude just did Maude. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But. I feel like I looked it up, and it maybe wasn't interesting enough to. But retain, it did. Um, I guess. It did result in several different episodes that you know allowed them to, you know, play kind off of that a, yeah, bit. play off it. You know, some something new would happen to Flanders. <laughs> you know, beyond the dating scene or something like that. Well, it was that that same episode where we get the the infamous uh, Homer secretly recording. I mean, we had already seen his sexy bod, Flanders' sexy bod by then, but we see his little rip. Oh, yeah, making the dating video. Yeah, making the dating video, yeah. Him sudging it up or, uh, you know, cutting the the, the flowers. The um, pixels go, like, down to his knees. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the bottom of the screen and stuff. Homer. Homer, yeah. He's um, a man who's not afraid to cry. (laughs) Ah, so that's why you maced me. You maced me, yeah. And just the other day, they did. It's one of the newer seasons, but it was like one of those uh, future episodes. 
and they do a thing where what ha- I think Bart did he go to the future or he did something but he was able to um he, oh he was like in a coma I think and something but he was able to tell how everybody died oh it was a treehouse of horrors was it yeah where he had some some power like something happened to him it gave him some power that when he touched somebody he was able to see how he, they died it's it's from some show or something like that like back in the 70s i think but i'm not it? completely sure but but yeah he'd touch somebody and he'd be able to see how they died and then he's touched homer and it shows him shooting homer i think that's see i think that's a different one because i think uh. this one was one where like it were like he was in a coma and lisa was like influencing his dreams mm. because it was with when mod came back and was and and had bart um like set up Homer and gets shot by t-shirt cannons and he like she leaves oh yeah I haven't seen that one it, it's kind of sounds complicated it, it's a little convoluted yeah cause it's the bullies that shoot him and he dies and goes to heaven or he's going to heaven and then uh, and it's all in his head it's kind of interesting but like at the end um, Bart's like he's like something oh I saw how everyone dies or something like do you want to know and Lisa like no he's like well I'm gonna tell you anyway and it shows like um Bart, like, shoots off these rockets, and it says, Skinner sucks, and then Skinner sees him has a heart attack. <laughs> He's, like, in a wheelchair, and he, like, falls on the on the throttle or whatever, and it says, like, Skinner dies, whatever, age something, and, and Bart's laughing, and Skinner, like, runs him over, and then, like, Bart Simpson dies, whatever, and it shows everybody dying. Um, <laughs> Homer comes out of, like, the bank, and he's holding, like, a, like a six-foot sub, and they shoot him down, and then, like, it says, Homer died, whatever, and then... Uh, Chief Wiggum walks up to him and he says, like, I knew it was a sub or whatever, and he, he chokes to death on it, and then he dies. Well, the mm-hmm. most interest, to me, the most interesting one, or that ties into the my long tirade, is uh, they cut to Flanders, and of course it's after Homer dies, they cut to Flanders sitting, like, in his little, real peaceful next to Marge, and then Marge dies, they got married, and Marge dies, and it says Marge died, whatever age, and then, um, uh, I think it was right away too, but, like, uh, What's his name? Ned. He has a picture of her, or whatever, and he goes up to his wall and he puts up her picture on the wall next to Maude. and then and then it like it it it, it kind of pulls back, and it shows um, uh, Krabappel, mm-hmm. and then it shows like almost every lady from Springfield. So like this fucker's married and mm-hmm. all widowed, or he's been widowed by every you know Lindsay Nagel mm-hmm. and like Quan and like uh, <laughs> basically every lady you've seen that hasn't been in like you know married like. Um, Millhouse's mom and shit like that. I forgot that there was a Ned Krabappel romance fairly recently. And fairly long. Because, I mean, she died with him. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was kind of mad. Why would you make him her die to him? Like, as a character, why wouldn't he be like, what the fuck, Jesus? Like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> like that episode where um, the hurricane destroys their house. That's so beautiful. That's, that's like, one of my favorite ones. What's... what's... He's like brain. He's like, what did I do wrong, God? I've done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. <laughs> that contradicts the other stuff, yeah. <laughs> I'm a good guy. <laughs> all I could think about that when he said that is like, oh man, I wish I read the Bible longer so I could like re- know mm-hmm. what he's talking about, you know. Um, there was one episode, you know, talking about how Ma- Marge married him, where Homer started, or Carl became the owner of the plant, and Homer became his assistant. So he was like always on the go and at Carl's becking call yeah, and, the cell phone, and just like, you know, always gone. And like Marge almost has this romance with Ned, but like stops it at the last minute. 
He's not the one where. Isn't it like a, he's fantasizing that she's. Like she's writing a book or something? Because is it like what he's. No, no that's a yeah. different one where she tries to write a romance novel. This is It's a fairly newer one. Because um, Homer was leaving because Carl had uh, summoned him. And Marge was mad because they were supposed to have like a romantic evening or something. So, oh, and she invites Flanders. Yeah, over. she yeah. she throws something at Homer as he's driving away, and it hits hand, Flanders in the head. So she goes over and says, "You know, I feel terrible. Why don't you come? You and the kids come over for dinner tonight." Yeah. And so those wiener kids. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, when it came to time for dinner, just Ned showed up and said the kids were grounded for watching like some cartoon or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it was just her and Ned. And I don't know where Bart and Lisa were. They're probably off doing something else. I don't remember. But um, yeah, and like, it, you know, everything just turns sexual. Like, she accidentally sprays Ned's shirt with water, and it's like sticking to. Him. He's like, "Well, let me just take it off." And she's like, "I'll go put it in the dryer." So he's sitting there with like no shirt, and they're eating rip-nod. strawberries and cream, and like gets all sensual and stuff. And, oh yeah, and they're she's like you know. There's only one person I should be sharing strawberries and cream with, and it's my husband. <laughs> they don't kiss, do they? Or do they no. almost kiss? Or I think they almost do, but she stops it. Yeah. Well, before we F up again, but like, yeah, so the yeah. side characters <laughs> we want to talk about was, of course, uh, well, I almost messed up and said the character I want to talk about, but for you, it was... Um, uh, Groundskeeper was, Willie. Yeah, Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie, man. And so him and Auto Man and Auto man. Uh, uh, Snake Jailbird. Mm, that's mm-hmm. the one I think I didn't mention that Professor one Professor Jailbird Profe- oh yeah Professor Jailbird like oh no now I know what it feels like to be robbed I'm gonna, get... I'm gonna take out my aggression on society i.e. convenience store clerks <laughs> convenience, yeah <laughs> poor Apu he got like <laughs> like uh, targeted day one there's a there's an episode <laughs> where like they go to like couples counseling yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what <laughs> he's you're like about. he never robs me anymore it's like I always it's have to smash initiate grab. it he's all like it's all just smash and grab He's like, yeah, I was gonna initiate it, yeah. But yeah, Willie, and when we were talking about it last time, I remember picturing the um, the Halloween episode when he's mm. Freddy Krueger, like the. Dream. I watched that one the other day. It's never not funny. Yeah, uh, like, and that's. I think the reason I was thinking about it was because of Maggie. Mm-hmm. She has a, that's one of her first like sort of. She sort of does something way out of her. her yeah, she w- saves the day. Yeah, it's something what you wouldn't expect, like a baby to do or whatever. And last time when we were talking about, you know, our favorite side characters, you know, I said Jasper Beardley, which is, you know, one of my favorites. But yeah. I was thinking in the back oh, of my head, it's like, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Hmm. It's like, I feel like there's like an absolutely obvious person or character just, just in there. Hello. that, you know, I'm totally forgetting about. And as soon as, you we know, finished. We, we finished, you packed up, you went home. I was oh, man, I forgot about Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah, you you won't have your your willy to beat around or <laughs> to smack around to, or yeah to beat around or he says something like that, uh, and you got like slap the, around That's what slap it. around slap your willy around or he mm-hmm. says something like that. This uh, is the last time you slap your willy around. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and, and what was his? I don't think he's a member of him, right? But that other groundskeeper, that uh, Seamus. Oh, Seamus is his yeah. his rival. Seamus O'Malley, or what's his name? <laughs> I can't remember. His yeah, last I can't remember name. last name, but he's like, oh, you wanna you wanna something that or whatever, and he starts mm-hmm. fighting. So, yeah, he says something like, you know, he's going to do something to Willie. He's like, oh, you talk like a poet, but you punch like one, too. And they just start punching <laughs> They just start punching each other. <laughs> or I like that line when he, when, uh, when Willie, when he's like, um, he's like, uh, that's how, what he says, like, always oh, fighting with the Scots. Well, the Scots, <laughs> and, uh, I forget how it goes, but I love it. Uh, Barton Sim- or Barton Lisa started um, hanging out 
He's like, brothers and sisters are natural enemy, yeah. like Englishmen and Scots and Welsh and Scots <laughs> and Scots and other Scots. Yeah, he's just damn like, Scots. damn Scots. They ruined they, Scotland. They ruined Scotland. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. And I, that's like, um, I don't know if that was their, his first kind of big moment, but it is one of the earlier ones, but the, the famous Grease one, you know? Oh, yeah, Grease Me Up Woman. Grease Me Up Woman. <laughs> that, you know what? I can't remember if he was first, but somewhere, it was years after that, but I remember Willie was very much exactly like Ned, where he's a little, got that little gut, little yeah, punch. Yeah, little paunchy until yeah. he takes his clothes off. Well, even that one, when he, like, rips it off, like, grease me up, woman, and then, like, lunch lady Doris is like, oh, like, she's uh-huh, like, like okie dokie. <laughs> but, see, but that's not, I, I always mix it up, but there's one where Homer and Bart are, like, stealing his, his retirement grease. His retirement grease, yeah. Then there's the one where the dog gets caught in the... In yeah, the, the, the grease me up woman is the one where the dog's in the air vent. Yeah, and then he's like chasing so him down. He's chasing him down, um, which is a spoof of some movie. I don't remember what, but some action I flick. Don't that one. But um, that? yeah, the uh, the retirement grease. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes into the school cafe or the school lunch um, lunchroom or, yeah. or kitchen. Yeah, kitchen. Yeah. And starts like washing with Brillo pads. <laughs> yeah, Brillo, and... <laughs> and on his mouth too, I think. Yeah. That and then I remember the scene where um where he fights the wolf. That's one of my oh, favorite yeah. scenes. And don't feel bad, lad. I've been wrestling wolves since you were at your mother's teeth. Your mother's teeth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one where he rips his shirt off. He's like, fight somebody your own size. <laughs> like me, doesn't he say it like that? Like yeah. That? Oh, and that reminds me, like, almost of course, almost everything takes place around the school because that's mm-hmm. that's his location. But one of my favorite two moments is like, um, what was the one where I, there was a fire and then he's like. Who will save the wee turtles? Oh, yeah. Like, I think Bart pulled the fire alarm or something like that. But he's like, if oh, I don't the... save the wee turtles, who will? Who will? Yeah. <laughs> like, they hear all these snapping sounds. He's like, and he runs save out. me from the wee, <laughs> wee turtles. turtles. And they're all biting <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Isn't it the one with, um, with uh, um, the reverend's daughter? And she, like, forces his hand to, like, hit the alarm? No, because I, oh, okay, I, I watched it recently. Then... I watched that one recently because I remember laughing about it. Mm. But I, I haven't watched the Reverend Lovejoy's daughter one in a long time. When was it? My, so. Oh, I remember. Um, no, maybe not. It's not the snake. Uh, it, it'll come back to me. I was, I was thinking it was the one where Lisa goes bad and Bart becomes the home monitor, but I don't think it was that. Oh, that's a, that's a cool one because of the... That's, see, that's when Lisa was interesting when they made her, like, I guess anxious to be out of her element or like you know mm-hmm. not be the nerd like of course the classic one where they go to the summer vacation i still love oh, that one. where she dresses like blossom yeah like blossom yeah like <laughs> she looks like blossom yeah <laughs> there's so many awesome lines in that like I, you know of course some of my favorite is like uh um no i'm sorry i thought it was one with the millhouse boy but that's not that's <laughs> the lemon tree but the one where um or like you know that he tries too hard or whatever <laughs> yeah was he like dennis the menace look at that um, slingshot, slingshot in his, his back, in pocket, his back yeah. pocket but i also like when when homer buy oh when he goes to the store and then he's like uh, buy me give me a, a, a pack of condoms and porno a mag. porno mag like some, some illegal fireworks and some uh whatever <laughs> like and the guy's giving him everything he's like sorry sir we don't give him and then it's like, like come some with me. other guy walks out and as soon as he lock, walks out he's like come with me come with me yeah very smooth and then so i like when when he says like uh who says it or where but he's like Celebrate America by blowing up a little piece of yeah, it. Yeah, celebrate the birth of your country by blowing up a small piece of it. Who's he told him that? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. The, I can't remember. The convenience store clerk. The, uh, the not a poo. Yeah, the not a poo. A poo. <laughs> and then, of course, you have like when he's trying to light it and it burns like way by your. Yeah, he didn't have a lighter. And so, so he tra- tried to use the stove and it like lit mid. Uh, he burned like mid fuse. 90% of the fuse. Yeah, and then he throws it in the. in the um, Dishwasher. Oh, dishwasher. Yeah, okay, first he throws it in the refrigerator and he's like, oh, the, the beer. Food. Oh, the beer, yeah. And then he throws it in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah, I thought it was the, st- the stove, the oven, but yeah. And then the later on, you see like all this like sludge starts coming Bubbles out of the up, sink. And, and he just started whistling. Yeah. And then the next scene, you see Marge like in the background mopping it up. Oh, man. <laughs> But oh, one of my favorite, just real quick, one of my favorite lines from Willie. Um, it's just a real quick one. Uh, Willie hears you. Willie don't care. Why was yeah? He was just outside raking. Who? Yeah, it was when um, Skinner. I think was calling from what? Skinner and Corbop is the one where Skinner and Corbopel started dating, hmm. and the you know all the kids you know saw them in the closet and of course blew it out of proportion. Yeah, and uh, they fired them. For you know, being being a conflict of interest or whatever, and yeah, I forget what they so call um, yeah. they locked themselves in the school and got a megaphones like oh. we have locked ourselves in the school and aren't coming out till you meet our demands. And you just see Willie outside and he's drinking. He's like, Willie hears you. Willie don't, don't care. There's like nobody around. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody there. <laughs> and Bart's like, clearly you two have no experience making a scene. Making a scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, for me. The only, like, the last Willie moment I'll say was the one where um, Oktoberfest, or Scotch-toberfest. Yeah. That's the one with Reverend Lovejoy's daughter. Cause oh, because they're trying to set catch... up Mark, or set up, set up Mark, set up Bart. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's after Bart, like, he kind of got over, or he was trying to get over her, and he's like, I need you to get out of my system. Because he was trying to act nice yeah. for her. Yeah, because he thought like, that's I what she wanted. He's like, I gotta get something out of my system. And he sees Willie and then a bunch of balloons and... Well, we're running kind of shorter on time, but I want to run down this list. So let's go through, like, uh, what about your favorite Otto? Because that's my one of my favorite. Oh, there's so I don't know many. why, but, of course, speaking of weave, that's one of my favorite Otto, man. I think my favorite scenes with Otto is just a really quick one, too. Metallica? Um, no, not Metallica. <laughs> not a thousand years. <laughs> but um, he is the one where... Marge and Homer decide to throw the dinner party, and they go to that store called Stoner's Pot Palace. Yeah. And he yeah. comes walking out of it. He's like, man, oh, that man. is flavored false advertising. Flagrant false advertising, yeah. <laughs> Stoner's Pot Palace. Mm-hmm. I remember that, that scene all the time. She was throwing a party or something, huh? Yeah, it was a dinner party. That's the one where Milhouse's parents got divorced. Oh, that's not. isn't that the one where Homer's like, the ones on the bottom to Maude? Is that no, the one? no, that oh, was okay. a different one. That was the one where they go to the couple's retreat. And Homer wants to go fishing. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's another time because I read, I saw on uh, on one of the lists that I was reading that it says like one of the worst episodes, which I was like, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's not a, a classic, but it's not necessarily like a trash one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But of course, one of it's almost like an auto centric episode, but the one. Where they make uh, like Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah, and he drifts away. Zeppelin rules. Zeppelin rules. Yeah, he. I remember especially in the earlier Simpsons, but he definitely prays like Zeppelin a lot more mm-hmm. than I would expect him to. Especially like because he's like so metal, I guess. Yeah, but it's like for late eighties, early nineties, like Zeppelin was dead by that time. So well, I mean, yeah, but you know, we still like him. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, you couldn't get like um, what's that? Um, can't even remember that name now. All I can think of Zeppelin now. I keep trying to think of what's the other... Van Halen. There you go. Mm-hmm. Couldn't think like Van Halen or something. Or 
I mean, of course, not Metallica or something, <laughs> but it, it seems weird for, like, Zeppelin at that age. Uh, uh, I like uh, that one episode where he's, like, I think it was the Lord of the Flies episode. Um, <laughs> he's driving along, driving the bus, and you hear all these, you know, kids' school bus songs, and he pans back, and all the kids on the bus are being quiet, just sitting <laughs> quietly, and he, like, pulls out this tape, like, <laughs> Uh, songs to irritate bus drivers. Yeah. He's like, why did I buy this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like voluntarily annoying himself. This is stupid. <laughs> That's kind of why was it? Why did? Oh, because he was. Oh, because he was jamming on the bus that he got late and he like drove recklessly, so he lost his license. Yeah, um, Bart took his guitar. That was the one where Bart wanted to be a rock star, and he had his guitar with him. And he's like, "Cherry X, Bart, dude!" And he just starts playing. For like forty minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, like then... Martin's like, I know this will probably result in a wedgie, but I need to point out that we should have been at school, school. twenty minutes 20 ago. Twenty minutes ago, yeah. So he races and then yeah. I think he ends crashes. up turning the bus, oh. tipping the bus over. And... On his side, yeah, they're all climbing out the window or, yeah. or the side and back. I think they're <laughs> yeah. climbing out the back, and so he loses his license, and so Skinner's driving it, and they all start like, uh, they're like, maybe this car let me in or whatever, and he gets yeah. all pissed off. And, uh, yeah, Ralph starts singing. He's like, "Shut up!" Well, no, I think they're all singing, but they stopped after a while, and then Ralph is like, uh, "The wheels on the bus or something," and then mm, he just like steps on it. the clutch and the toilet goes, goes flush. flush. Yeah, I don't know why it just sounds funny because <laughs> you know Ralph always well, yeah, that's things you know kids always saying. But it just sounds like like a, it's almost like he's making fun of him. I guess I don't <laughs> know, but like uh, that, that's not a cool automobile because isn't that the one where he's living with the Simpsons? Yeah, because yeah. it's Homer's or Bart's fault that he got fired, and then. You know, he's all like, uh, he's like, if you need proof of my identification, I write my name on my underwear. He's like, oh, these aren't mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember not the first time I saw that episode, but I was always wondering whose name is on those, man. Whose underwear does he have? Yeah, as far as I know, he doesn't. Like, who does he live with? I don't know who Otto lives with. Oh, that's scary, man. But this is a cool segue. But that concert then with uh, Spinal Tap, right? Mm-hmm. So that concert is him and Jailbird, where they're sitting and they're like a. You want to trash this place or something? And then they start like, writing. Yeah. yeah, and then they start writing. Um, Snake. So he, he's a professor apparently, and then you know he got he got uh, jaded because somebody stole his coins, and so he starts robbing convenience mm-hmm. store clerks. But he's such an he, one of like the coolest episodes for me of his. Which of course they're not canon because it's a Halloween episode, but it's his, his hair. Oh yeah, when his hair takes over Homer's body. Yeah, it came to out kill like Bart. Bart, yeah, little little Bart dude. Yeah. Well, it, all the witnesses, right? It kills. Yeah. Um, who's the other people? It kills. Damn, that was loud. It kills a, a poo. Kills and... a poo. Um, Who does it? I kill? think Lenny, Lenny or Carl, one of those. Yeah, two. it's one of those two. Who does it? Who's the string on the squishy machine? That's a poo, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time since yeah, I've seen that one. I just watched it too, but you know, it was one of those since mm, I because he like goes in there. He's like snake. You're supposed to be dead. It's like I know you are, but what am I? Oh, because it's Homer wearing yeah. that hair. Yeah, you know. And I remember watching that. Like Homer looks really cool with that hair. Yeah, like, with the slick back greaser's hair. That I guess it's like a pompadour kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I remember that. Like because they're, they're uh, Wiggum sitting there like suck, sucking on the squishy, and then when they when they pan and they show the leg sticking, I was like. Oh geez, guys, you could have let me know no, before I started drinking. Before I started drinking it, and then he takes yeah, and then he takes yeah, he keeps like, <laughs> it was nasty. Well, it's it's one of my like favorite Simpson shots for some reason. But like when 
when they get into the shootout and the little hair is like climbing out, whatever. Oh yeah, and, and his he little stops and shakes his little fist. It was little his little sideburns are like dangling on the windowsill, you know, and then <laughs> and then like they shoot it to death, and then Maggie like hugs it or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and then that's how it ends. You know? <laughs> uh, something about like it's the same with uh, the killer Krusty doll, you know, and then it falls in love with the Malibu Stacy doll. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I always like those moments where it's like so graphic and 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 like awful, and then it just ends on this like like chipper note i don't know it's just a, <laughs> like overall you know it's just fantasy or whatever and it mm-hmm. just it's a fine ending it's like you don't care it's like yeah that's cool like i, I like that <laughs> all right so before we run out of all this time because it's something about you know we have our own opinions so it's always cool to kind of compare them with other opinions but mm-hmm. i had seen this this list and honestly a lot of it bothered me a lot so i figured like oh beth's definitely got better opinions than i do <laughs> But it was, you're giving me a lot of credit. No, well, well you you have way better um, uh, memory than I do as, oh, far okay. as, as far as that goes. But I found a list. It was like the 10 best B pilots of The Simpsons ranked. B pilots? Yeah. Well, you know, because the A pilots is like the show starts and that's what the main premise of the episode is about. Oh, I see. And honestly, that's one of the biggest. I keep forgetting. I don't know why I never bring that up when we talk about this all the time. But one of the biggest things or problems with the newer seasons like in the last i don't know 15 versus the older ones is that the older episodes were a lot better with their plots like mixing in their a plots with the b plots. yeah because like it'll start out one way and yeah. like midway it'll change and go a completely different direction but it's still tied in or like like a perfect example that just popped in my head is the one where barney with his alcoholism where you know he's trying to quit uh you know the helicopter um, mm-hmm. um lessons and then you have Bart and Lisa trying to take the photograph. Yeah. So that's a perfect example. And then they don't necessarily have to, like, cross each other, but they have to be interesting enough to sort of carry themselves. And that's... Right. So you're only writing for half, you know, instead of for, um, you know, don't count commercials, but instead of writing for 30 minutes, you only have to write for 15 minutes. Right. So this is... A, and a lot of these, to me, were didn't even make sense, but... Or it's one of those that, where the A-plot is much better or... It just doesn't carry it, but like, all right, so for the first one, um, Homer's Enemy, which is the, it says it's one of the darkest episodes, it's the one with Frank Grimes. <laughs> that one is pretty dark, yeah. I don't think it is, just because he dies? I mean... Well, I mean, not just so much he dies, he's just driven to insanity. <laughs> but but here's, okay, when, when you take it from, people like to take it at like, all right, this is an outsider that came in, and even through the story, you know, he worked hard. He raised himself, kind of deal, whatever. And of course, to me, it's funnier because Hank Grimes Jr. He's like, uh, my dad likes, yeah, hookers, he likes okay? hookers. Okay, yeah. So I think you, what made it so tragic is just you know how tragic Frank Grimes' life had been, like even before he came into the scene. Yeah, you know, he literally had to struggle for everything in his life. His mom abandoned him. Yet, you know. Worked hard. Worked hard all through his childhood. And... Well, they do the compare and contrast where, like, by by comparison, Homer, like, almost, like, uh, you know, just fell into his current life. And, you know, w- yeah. when, when he invites Grimes over, he's like, you have two cars, you have a gorgeous wife, mm-hmm. all, great family. Any other country, you'd be dead already. And Bart's like, it's got you there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which Bart, well, Bart just likes to, you know, insult his dad there. But to me, it's just one of those things, well, how about... You compare them to everybody else, and you have uh, uh, Hibbert. As he's a doctor there, you know he, he makes decent money. It seems like I don't I don't understand why they had a single out Homer because you think Lenny's kind of a moron in in certain ways. Like, why does he have a, a nuclear job? You know, it just <laughs> it doesn't make sense that why take it. Out. 
Well, I mean, like, in that episode, they kind of touch on that because, you know, uh, it shows Frank Grimes, you know, uh, diploma. Yeah. And, like, you know, whatever nuclear physics or whatever. <clears throat> and Lenny's like, oh, yeah, me and Carl have one of those, too, except for Homer. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get the job? Well, he showed up on the day the plant opened. Well, I mean, seniority, I guess. But, all right, a perfect, like, uh, comparison. What about Wiggum? Wiggum's, like, one of the most incompetent. Oh, com- yeah. He's the chief of police. Like, you can't get more... But, you know, they do touch on that. There's, it just, there's a couple episodes where he gets fired. Well, it just came out the other day, and I'm not going to elaborate on it. We touched about it on the, the last Simpsons episode, but Maggie, when uh, the mob, you know, when he becomes mm-hmm. Spring Shield, that's a perfect example. And then, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. I don't deserve the Homer, I'm not, I don't deserve the shield. He's like, I'm the, giving this badge to the first person I see. Yeah. And, and he's like, that's how I got the job the first, the first time. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, but anyway, so, the B pilots. So the B plot is when Bart buys the the factory, and then yeah. he gives Mel has the job, and then they're sitting there having a uh, um, um, fire extinguisher races, and it falls mm-hmm. down. Yeah, it takes the adding machines and puts it in the toxic waste. So that B plot to me is kind of lame. Like it's fine, but it's not like one to like to to you know celebrate or nothing. There, there's. I think the funniest part of that B plot to me is when Bart shows up and um, it's just rubble, and like Milhouse is there like a security guard. He's like, Milhouse, you were supposed to be watching. He's like, I was watching. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. First, it started to fall over, then it fell over. <laughs> it fell over. <laughs> <clears throat> like, I wonder where the rats will go, and they all go into Mel's tavern. Oh shit! It's like everyone, tuck your so- pant legs into your socks. Oh, all right, so, see, I don't remember a lot of that second part. Well, of that I described. watched that one recently, so oh, that's, that's not... why. <laughs> but, like, all in all, that sounds great, but a top ten? Not, probably not a top tenner, but. Well, so here's the thing. All right, I guess um, the B-plot is what we're focused on here. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the the grimy thing, that's great. So if you're going to use that, maybe that helps boost it, but overall, just the B-plot, it's just, it's fine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, so the second one, it's about uh, Lisa versus Malibu Stacy is the main plot. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I don't remember this one too much, but uh, Grandpa starts working at Krusty Burger. Oh, yeah. He um, he, dec- he doesn't want to, he wants to be young again, so he goes to get a job. I don't remember that too much. It's like, it's, I don't remember how it began like well first of all i remember lisa and grandpa are sitting at a kitchen table and lisa's like it's lousy being young no one listens to you and he's like it's lousy being old no one listens to you so they're not listening to each other and like homer walks in he's like i'm a white male between the ages of 25 and 40 everyone listens to me (laughs) the the key demographic yeah (laughs) but yeah he's like you know i'm shaking off the chains you're in Go, doing something crazy. I'm going to get a job. Lisa's like, you know, I'm going to make my own doll. See, that, not only because it tackles sexism, and this is like, what, early 90s, I believe? Early mid-90s? Early mid-90s, yeah. And, and uh, Lisa Lionheart, right, was mm-hmm. a doll. That is an excellent, uh, and then at the end, of course, Corporation kind of crushes it, and like, they offer a new hat. hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it, and that's pretty... Like, par for the course, especially at that time. Even nowadays, it, it, it would still be true. But that, to me, is a pretty good story. Now, the B story with him getting a job at Christopher, first off, let me ask you, do you think that's a better story than The Warehouse? 
I factory? think they're both kind of mediocre because um, <clears throat> neither they one don't really touch on it that much. I mean, it shows like maybe two or three scenes yeah. where, you know, Grandpa's at Krusty Burger. You know, granted, those scenes are pretty funny. You know, the burger that t- can take a bite out of you or we need more secret sauce, but this mayonnaise in the sun, you know. Well, yeah, isn't like... I was reading about the dentures, and I was like, I kind of remember that. But now that you mentioned about the burger that could bite you, I remember, like, the guy just wraps it up, he right? He wraps he, it up, puts it in the bag, and hands like, it to the customer. He's not even looking. He's just like this, right? He's just yeah, like, and then you hear like, the customer say, oh, this burger bit me. It bit me, yeah. So that's kind of, it, it, it came to fruition. That's kind of mm-hmm. funny. I think it's funnier than the factory, the factory one. Um, but not, but not, not that much more. Yeah. See, that, that's what I mean. Like, none of these... The, you're, you're curating 30-something seasons now, and you're yeah. telling me these are the top 10? Like, I don't I don't know. The problem with these top 10 lists, it's all based on a per- personal opinion of the person that's writing it. <laughs> it just seems like maybe they haven't watched enough. I don't know. Yeah. I just seem like you could have brought up much more to the table, but I don't know. All right, let's keep going down the list. How about the one... This is a pretty good episode. Is the one where Burns opens the Springfield Casino? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Marge becomes addicted, <clears throat> addicted. to gambling. And this is so the B plot is when uh, he becomes uh, Burns becomes Howard Hughes, and he's building the the Spruce Moose. What movie is that? Spoofing. Well, I don't know what movie, but he's uh, spoofing like uh, Howard Hughes, the famous recluse, the one that uh, you know peed in jars and and he will he's. And so get these tissue boxes off my feet. <laughs> yeah, he's got the the crazy nails. You never watched the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, The Aviator? Mm-mm. Well, it's based on on a eccentric billionaire in the you know early Hollywood. His name was Howard Hughes. Mm. And if you watch the movie The Aviator, it kind of like summarizes it. It's pretty good. I, I like that movie. It's um, he's basically you know a guy that had a ton of money and and thought he you know could do his own way and you know uh, hooked up with a bunch of young hollywood starlets and all this stuff it mm-hmm. just you know a classic guy with a lot of money and thought he could run the world type thing mm-hmm. but he was one of those that like thought the world was full of germs and like very much almost it wasn't really exaggerated in the cartoon it was almost mm-hmm. just like the like i don't know if he wore tissue boxes but he definitely <laughs> was like peeing in jars and stuff like that <laughs> there's an episode of invaders in like that too he watched uh like war of the worlds Oh, and like yeah. you know the germs from the you know earth that you know the aliens weren't used to oh know. and he's from the other side and, yeah and he's alien. from outer yeah. space so yeah. he starts freaking out going all um you know sanitary and yeah, yeah wearing hairnets and goggles and like um what are those Booties? um um like fishing pants you know the waiters yeah 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 <laughs> stuff like that just going crazy like no no flesh exposed type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, always has a has some, germaphobe. germaphobe. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of always has some you know disinfectant spray. He's just spraying nothing. <laughs> just kind of like don't touch me and like yeah. shh shh. But yeah, you know, there's also another subplot from that episode where uh, Lisa's in that pageant, and Marge is supposed to help her make a costume, and oh, for- Marge gets addicted to gambling, so Homer has to do it. The famous Florida? Florida, yeah. The tapes of orange to it. <laughs> award for the two you kids who had cry. no no help whatsoever from their parents. Who was, uh, what was Ralph? Idaho. That, <laughs> He's just, just a piece of paper. It says yeah, it's Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> yeah. They won, did they? Oh, they won they a special award. They got the special award. Special yeah. uh, mention or something. Now, all right, so the next one is one that I kind of agree one. It's uh, 
Team Homer, the one where uh, Burns joins his bowling team. You can mm. do it. Oh, auto. the pen pals. Do, yeah. yeah, the pen pals. Yeah. Uh, and the, the B side is the one where they get the uniforms. The school uniform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause <laughs> and they Bart, go all like children of the corn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the one, you know, Bart, I think, screen prints and it says like down with homework or something. Or, yeah. Oh, it's the Mad, Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine, yeah. T-shirt transfer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the one of the fair kind of exchanges, the one where, where they're doing really good in, in uh, bowling and then Homer's all like, you know, my, my damn wiener kids are listening or whatever. <laughs> like, We're not wiener kids. Why are you dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> they're making us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, where'd you kids her learn that language? And pans over to home. Damn crap, crap kids, or what do you say? Man, crap that kid. team sucked. They oh, sucked suck, more yeah. than any sucking, sucking team teams ever sucked. sucked. And, yeah. yeah. So I gotta go. My wiener kids are listening. <laughs> my damn wiener kids. I don't know why. Just the, the flippant way he says it cracks me up. Just like, my damn wiener kids are listening. Yeah. There's there's another part in that episode because they in order to put Burns on the team they kick Otto off. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, they'll respect me when I get that Harvard degree, and it shows him at the claw machine. Trying to get that Harvard degree. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up getting the the um, lobster harmonica. Not lobster harmonica. That's what he's originally trying to get. And like someone knocks it over and he grabs it. He's like, yeah. Well, well, he like he missed. He ended up pulling the pin or the screw on the one leg, and so mm-hmm. that's why like he pulled the screw. Like he thought he was getting the lobster. And then he pulled the screw, and then, yeah, I can't remember who hit it, and then it knocked it over, and it smashed it. And it's funny to me, this is the way my brain thinks, that he smashed it over, and instead of doing what I would do and taking all the damn toys, he takes... He took just the lobster <laughs> harmonica, like, well, good on you, Otto. And then he's all excited, and he goes away. But they're like... Um, I, I remember my favorite part of that episode was the little chance they used to do, like, you can do an auto, auto. you he, can do an auto, and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I don't Help know. each other out. That'll be our motto. That'll yeah. be our motto. Yeah, that yeah. was their, like, shtick that always made them win, yeah. they made chance up. It's like a... Don't make Homer <laughs> say dough or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Or pretend this is baseball and hit a Homer. <laughs> yeah, something like They're very convoluted. Yeah. That's why I can't remember them. Uh, that one's not bad. I just like the uniform one because, yeah, when they end up, like... Uh, like get rained on, yeah, because yeah. they were so cheaply made, and they're all like psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like like the colors. Yeah, they're colors. a couple like like naked kids. They're, they're very like hippie uh, flower child type mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, the next one is this one. I'm gonna need help on, but it's Lisa gets an A, and it doesn't tell me much about the episode. But the B plot is when um, Homer gets Pinchy the lobster, which is kind of okay. cool because it talks about you know the, the lobster harmonica, but. That one's funny because he puts him in a bath and then he's like... Yeah, it turns out it cooks him. Well, yeah, it just... Lisa gets an A. Yeah, it just says that. I didn't even Google it, but... Oh, I think that's the one where um, she was homesick and she cheated. She got the answers from the test from Nelson. And, um, like, she got an A++ because, you know, she, you know, wasn't there for the entire lesson but still aced the... got. Got every question on the test right, even the one that was halfway cut off by the picture. <laughs> oh, shit. I vaguely remember that. I don't remember why she was sick, though. Well, she just got sick, but instead of, you know, trying to go back to school really quickly like she usually does, Mar- Marge made her relax by playing video games. Hmm. So she got, like, super into these video games and kept trying to miss school so she could stay home and play, play the video, video games. games. Yeah. And then when she had to go back, they're like Miss Hoover's like I trust you know you got all your homework yeah she's like oh yeah Ralph brought it over it's like okay then I don't need to excuse you from the test and she's like uh oh (laughs) because she didn't do the homework she was just playing video games 
So she and, and she cheated. When she yeah, she went to Nelson and asked for you know the answers of the test, which he's got like an office in the boys' room, and like the tank of the toilets, like his filing cabinet. <laughs> See, I remember that, and I remember like because he keeps coming back with more like, hey, you want more yeah. answers? She's like, no, no, and. See, I don't remember a lot of that. I it's, just remember it's like you know a drug dealer. You know, yeah. Did 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 she's deal going with down him the... once? And now he's like hounding her every time. Like, hey man, you're one of us now, kind of. But yeah, like her her grade <clears throat> bumps up the um the school average. the school average, so the they curve. get more money and yeah, they they pull off that scam to make her you know confess to a uh, imposter chancellor or whatever. But anyway, yeah, the B plot. What was the B plot? I'm trying to like piece this other story together because I remember bits and pieces, but I remember like the overarching thing, which might tell you how much of that's that episode, um, I guess. They were like at some store and Homer wanted to buy a lobster to eat it, but like they sold it by the pound. So yeah, so he bought a small lobster to make it really big, but then he got attached. So Yeah, and he called it Pinchy. I just remember Pinchy, that. Pinchy, yeah. I just... I, I guess, yeah, I guess as far as far B-plot to go, that's not a bad one. I like that one just because, for me, the ending when he's eating and he's crying. He's crying. like, oh, damn, the, that's good. Yeah, he's like, pass the butter, pass please. The butter. <laughs> oh, you're going to eat that whole lobster by yourself? This is how Pinchy would have wanted, wanted it. it. Yeah. yeah. He puts him in a steam. He just put him on a, he puts him in a steamed uh, swimming pool or something. Yeah, he got out dirty, so he put him in a hot bathtub, man. And he's like, that smells good. <laughs> and he's all pinchy. Pinchy. Now, yeah. now this one is this is to me should be number one, but uh, I almost want to be an asshole and flip it around and save it for the end. But it's the one where Marge, of course, does the streetcar named Desire. Oh, I love that episode. Stella. Now, well, do you like the musical part? I'm assuming. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was almost surprised that you just threw it out there. Of course, <laughs> dummy. But one, you get to see super stupid, sexy Flanders, but. John Lovitz. I mean, he's got John so much Lovitz, good. John yeah. Lovitz as the, his first is his first turn. Yeah, as the director. The I don't know if it's the first time he was your on. Shirt. Yeah, but it's yeah. the first. I think that he might have been there as a critic already. But of course, the B plot is Maggie as and, the school for Anne Rand school. I didn't. I didn't know it was Anne Rand, but school for tots. Yeah. Which I didn't know until like a few years ago. But um, John Lovitz voiced her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, it looks just like her now that mm-hmm. I look at it. But yeah, just you know, slightly girly. <laughs> yeah. It even has the same voice almost, but... Uh, I am a leech. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he's trying to do a bad British accent. Yeah. But I, I love um, her... It's awesome because it's sort of... It builds up to the escape, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't just start off where Maggie's just immediately sort of bulletproof or whatever. Like, she starts off... Like, where, she tries a couple times yeah, and fails. Yeah, yeah, it's like she she sort of discovers... And, and it's funny because it's the babysitter or whatever. She's very adamant like she keeps you know cutting her off and then at the end i love that sort of creepy like <laughs> the, the birds type oh that's what it was yeah, yeah, yeah where homer right. goes in to get her and all the kids are oh. just like like it's such <laughs> a like it's it's weird because it shouldn't be scary it's like imagine describing it like babies sucking on their pacifier like oh okay that sounds fine it's like no like a thousand of <laughs> thousands of babies sucking pacifiers like just looking at you yeah just <laughs> like what else are they doing they're just sucking pacifiers like they're not talking they're not giggling they're not like nothing <laughs> and, then it's, and then and then yeah when homer like when he closes like, like it's babies. just <laughs> it's such a great like i just love that episode it's just so good like um, homer is like there's like two episodes where Homer is like the most annoying. Oh, you know, I know what you mean. Like yeah. just jerky 
as a pest. Uh, like, yeah, just there's the no most, redeeming factor. Yeah, he's he's just total douchebag throughout, and that that's one of them because you know of course he drives Marge to you know find her inner Marge! passion. Marge, Marge, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, go, sh-, you know, something yourself. I can't remember. And she's like, let's practice the bottle scene. And I was Smash. like, that's not. And he's got a big old <laughs> big patch old. on his peck. Yeah. But yeah, the other one was Stanley. The, stop, or I'll tell Stella. Yeah. yeah, the other one was the Frank Grimes episode where he's just irritating the entire episode. But but see, he's not going back to that episode. He's not really like annoying. He's just being himself. Being a jerk. It's more like Frank is the one like he's trying so hard to to make people realize what an asshole Homer is. But they're like, oh, that's just Homer. Yeah. Like, and, and so like Frank. And that kind of adds to the annoyingness yeah. that you know everyone's just like. Can anybody see that this guy is incompetent? They're like, eh, he's just Homer. He's <laughs> like, a layoff Homer. <laughs> yeah, they're like, why are you like, why are you so annoyed by him, dude? Like, we've lived with this guy. We, we everybody else, like, yeah, we've gotten used to it. But he's like, no, I'm not getting used to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a good B plot. Um, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, Lisa's date with Destiny, where she um, she falls for Nelson. That's a mm-hmm. pretty good one. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's great. That's, I guess, another way for Simpsons to kind of get back on track would be, one, of course, I've argued for years, but to kind of bring back more of their side characters. Like, for one, Nelson, he's such a nuanced dude. Like, when you put him, you know, he hates his mom's, like, uh, absentee mom. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad's gone. They brought him back. And they his, brought him back, and then he, like, disappeared again. They do it all the time. They've I've seen him back, like, two or three times, and it's very ineffective. They should mm-hmm. just keep him away. He's like, Papa? Like, mm-hmm. I like when he hugs the tree, you, you know? Papa? That one where they where they bring him in the Simpsons and and he sings the song that one's great you know Papa can you hear me mm-hmm. I sing that randomly and it cracks me up but <laughs> and it's kind of tragic but it's like mm-hmm. but the fact that he's a bully it's almost like he could he's self sustaining so it's okay for him to be you know sort of you know raising himself you know like uh, he's a rock star I'm a rock star you know blow up the nuke the whales nuke like, the whales you don't believe that do you like, huh? gotta you gotta nuke something you gotta, you gotta nuke something <laughs> hey that's that episode and I, yeah. I just realized that <laughs> but, well so the B plot is where Homer gets the auto dialer you know like oh. dollar the happy dude you know <laughs> Well, I like it mentions here the one where where like it keeps calling Flanders. Yeah, it like got stuck on redial and he's like, Flanders, no, Ned, unplug the, the phone, phone or you're sleeping on the lawn. Well, what did what did he say? Like it might be uh, something. He said like it might be my mother. Oh, that's what it was. My yeah. mother. I don't remember seeing Flanders' mother. She's mentioned a couple times, but you never actually see her. But was that before we saw the the bebop? Because remember, I mean, he doesn't talk to him. Where isn't his mom and dad like they're bebops? Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah. beatniks. Yeah, beatniks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, my that my parents lousy beatniks. Lousy beatniks. Uh, <laughs> all right, last two ones. Um, this is a great episode again, where it shows the nuance of the characters. But uh, Bart sells his soul. Oh, that's a good one. And yeah. mom's soul. And dad's soul. soul. And, and every Maggie's soul. soul. God, that's such a great episode. Um, but of course, the B plot is uh, Moe's family Your feedback. feedback. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Moe's family. Here feedback. I am, Uncle Moe. Why you eat or whatever? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Why you eat? Yeah. That's we a... used to me and my brother used to quote that episode all the time. Uh, I like it. Every time they they're oh. they're trying to come up with names for the restaurant and like Bon Barney's under a sheet yeah, laying on is, yeah. the. 
you don't see him at first yeah. until you see like the mouth moving through the sheet. I hate and, it. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah, and when he says Uncle Mo's family feedback, he's like, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, let's totally go with. Oh man. So if you like, which is you know obviously a stab at Applebee's. If you if oh. you like restaurants with lots of crazy crap on the walls. <laughs> oh, it is. I, I didn't know. I didn't know who it was. I, I you know. I, you ever been to Applebee's? <laughs> If I did, it was years ago. I, oh, yeah, they had all kinds of crazy crap on the wall. Oh, they took that stuff down? Well, I I, I haven't been, been to one in years because they suck. <laughs> like, we we always used to go to this one over on uh, Herndon and uh, Herndon and Cedar. And, like, we went there, like, three times. And, like, every time we got, like, horrible service. And we're like, <laughs> we're not going back there. And it's, like, Easter. mediocre food. And it's, like, way overpriced. and well, fuck Applebee's. We're <laughs> yeah, not getting. Applebee's. We're not getting endorsed by Applebee's. It's okay. They closed down now. They are. Oh, that. Well, well that I, there might be the other one over on Washaw, but yeah, I was um, gonna say I've been to that one. I think. Yeah, but the the one on Herndon, they lost their lease. So. All right, and the final anyway. one. The final one. So the A plot is uh, Lisa's rival, where there's younger, uh. smarter, and better <laughs> at playing jazz. I remember that one, but mm-hmm. um. Again, that's another Lisa-centric episode. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Because it, it makes her feel insecure. And yeah, she, her... she gets Bart to try and dig up some dirt on Allison, is her name. Allison. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how she looks like. Because there have been too many sort of girls. She's got that... long brown hair. She wears, like, brown skirt and white top. And very nice. Very plain Jane, you know. Well, you don't see her anymore, I'm guessing. After no, no, just that one episode. And I, I'm not going to get into it. Cause, but I, I do like the um, the episode where... A new girl comes to school and she's like a bully. And she... Oh, yeah. And Lisa tries to find the reason or the Why chemical, she... the scientific yeah. reason behind bullying. Yeah. Point, point dextrose. It's such a great episode. Yeah, like, I watched that one recently, too. Like, like I, and even, it, it's just, I like it when they do real subtle things, but I like the ending where, um, I forget her name, too, but she's beating up all the nerds no, at the conference. Francine, yeah. yeah. But I like how, like, at the end, you know, she's like, she looks at the screen and she sniffs and she comes at the screen because, yeah. like, she's got you, nerd, and it just cracks me up. But, uh, so the B plot is, uh, of course, the infamous uh, Homer getting the sugar, the pile of sugar. First, you get the sugar, then and you, you get, get the, the power. power. Then you get the women. The women, yeah. <laughs> but that's not he a bad finds one. an Englishman in his shirt. Yeah, he's like he's uh, like I, I I took it when you let your guard down for a single second. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and I'm gonna get it again or something like that. Yeah, something like that. He's like, uh, oh, that that's a good one. That's it, a really good episode. Yeah, it's one I haven't seen in a long time. I know that for <laughs> like I just remember the the bees are like oh I don't remember. I remember the, uh, Hans Bullman. <laughs> What did he do? I don't know. Well, he was driving the truck with the sugar that overturned. Like, Homer runs up to him. He's pulling the How Am I Driving sticker off the back of his truck. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he, oh, here's some money. Go to the nearest town and call for help. And Hans Molman's like, if only the sugar were as sweet as you, sir. <laughs> and, like, runs off and Homer steals all the sugar. Yeah, he starts stealing it. Because <laughs> he, like, overturned the ri- the truck on the freeway. And <laughs> oh, man. See, like, again, side characters... Hans Molman, he needs like a like a whole uh, a whole episode to himself. We you can need... find like best ofs on YouTube. Yeah. And Hans Molman, like I was watching one before I came over here, is the best of the sea captain. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, there's Willie, Hans Molman, Chief Wiggum, you know what have you. That's a lot of the the side characters. That's Willie's time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. Willie's time. <laughs> I I love that that Treehouse of Horrors because you know it. All three of them. Willie gets in 
axe in the back somehow. Like, Willie's in all three of them, and each yeah. time he gets an axe in the back. It's well, like, oh, I'm not very good at this. Yeah, yeah, the third one. <laughs> yeah, see, I used to do that before, like, um, and one of them Maggie does. It's mm-hmm. the one where, where Homer... Oh, with the I toaster. Lo- yeah, with the toaster. I love that one because he says, like, don't don't uh, touch anything or whatever, and then mm-hmm. he just gets mad, and he just goes ape shit on everything. He's like... Ah, squish, 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 and he just—I love how he stands, stomps that little <laughs> and like t- shows the outside of the house and he keeps changing. Like yeah. one of them's like the Flintstones house, underwater. underwater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, yeah, like Maggie axes him in the back and then goes, "This is indeed a disturbing. This is indeed universe. a disturbing universe." And uh, <laughs> let me, all right, so before we go, and who's the other two that stab him? Uh, one was Homer, um in the the shining, yeah, the, the shining Homer. The shining. And, oh, what was the last? Oh, the um, that was the one where the kids keep getting eaten at the school. So it was Principal oh, Skinner. Oh, Principal Skinner. Yeah, that's yeah. I always used to forget that one. I think I'll start where you so often suggested and eat your shorts. And eat your short. Yeah. dude. I remember as a kid that one terrified. That was me. pretty scary. Because the blender man, like I remember, yeah. it was like uh, well, we always something always happens. Saves the the Simpsons, Simpsons children. Yeah, no house falls in. Like immediately, he just fucked up. <laughs> it's funny because. I used to, I, I say this every time we talk about The Simpsons, but I always have so much sympathy for Millhouse until that um, uh, <laughs> the Lord, Lord of the, the Flies. Flies. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I only ate two. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, a, um, you know, when they're running away and he's like, there's no time. Yeah. It's just, like, swing the vine back. There's no time. No time. When he's like, a, and they get across like on a tree and you see him like panting, like, yeah. don't leave me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, uh, you two go along like, and take me with, with you. you. Yeah. Oh, he's such a whiner. And like even before that started, like I watched that one recently, and there's, uh, bef- like when the bus got into the water, like he starts flailing around, like he's drowning. He's like, help me, help me! I think I'm getting swimmer's ears. So it's like nothing serious, but he's like already like starting Depending to be a, on yeah, it's starting to be a pain. Well, isn't he the one that threw the grapefruit? Yeah, I, yeah. See, so he he's like the the main culprit of yeah, everything. That's what, yeah, they all blame him. You and your stupid grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah. yeah. Uh, Go banana. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fucking <laughs> Ralph. That's why you never through the whole sh- episodes. I've never been like where Ralph, like he's the bad guy or like it's his fault or whatever. He always just he's there. You know what I mean? You never want to like. There's that one episode where they really featured him, where um, him and Bart become friends. Yeah, I was thinking of that, but like again, he has his dad's key and they mm-hmm. go to the prison, but. It, they use him, but he's not like you know. It's not his fault that stuff goes bad or something. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I saw the leprechaun. He told me to burn <laughs> to things. To burn things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sandbox. I'm not allowed in the deep end. <laughs> oh shit! I don't remember that one. Well, and I always think of that line where it's like, "I sleep in a drawer." <laughs> no, that was that was Kearney's son, but it was the same. Oh shit, Voice is. as Ralph. Yeah, yeah, it is, huh? Yeah. God, that kid is like. He's like Ralph's age. Yeah. That's all like you never feel like, my that. divorce is hard on my son. And he just pops out of nowhere. <laughs> huh? He's like, I sleep in a drawer. Yeah, they, they touched on that once that um, Otto was getting pissed off about something. And like, or Kearney had stolen uh, Martin's French horn. Hmm. He's like, Kearney, just stop it and give it back. It's like, why are you even on this bus? We used to go to school together. <laughs> Like stupid school doesn't know how to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he's like the same age as Otto. As Otto, but he's like in Bart's class. No, yeah. well, he's not in Bart's class, right? He's. I think he's above Bart, yeah. but yeah, they never say like which class he's in. But he's always there. Because I'm guessing he's like in the same class as Jimbo and uh, yeah, and Dolph. Dolph. Yeah. 
Because Nelson's in Bart's class. Yeah, Bart, so. Nelson's in Bart's class. Uh, just the other day, I saw the one. I keep forgetting to send you the GIF, but it's the one where I was thinking about where it's it's the Kansas is the Kansas Capital City goofball where he's mm-hmm. like, um, he's in the Capitol and he's like, uh, well, like we should change our flag. He's like, seeing as we're a northern state, you know, like this is embarrassing. Seeing mm-hmm. as we're a northern state, mm-hmm. they have the Confederate flag. <laughs> And that's the one where, where, where Bart does the learn to fart. Like, hey, you can't trick us. We're from the learn to fart state. <laughs> Such a good episode. It just came out. And I love it. It's, it's so much to talk about. I could get on that one. But yeah, it's we... the one with the, um, I forgot what I got on the story just because I love the Simpsons, as you should too. So that was our Simpsons. Uh, part two. Part do. I put part do. Like do. Hot Shots. Hot Shots part, part, part do. Yeah. <laughs> the only Charlie Sheen you should watch or... Um, What's that baseball one? What's that baseball movie? Oh, Major League? Major League, yeah. Yeah. I, I kept saying hot shots in my brain, like, no, you just use that yeah, line. Use like, shot, yeah. He used to be a funny actor until he went all cokehead. T- tiger blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tiger blood, tiger blood. But this has been uh, Tony Shava, your, your jive-ass tiger blood alien, I guess. I'm still in his, his bit. <laughs> and Beth the Supreme debauchness. Watching us sign off on our on our little spaceship and uh, gonna go hang out with Kang and Carlos. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if you're done. No, yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have a good follow up. <laughs>